Folks, the offseason is still in full swing. Although things in baseball may be moving slow, it doesn't mean the Pirates still don't have some free agent targets to acquire. Could they get another starter? Could they dip into the bullpen pool? Is Santana the be-all, end-all at first base? How about some outfielders other than Michael A. Taylor? We're going to talk about all of that and more on today's episode of Locked On Pirates, brought to you by FanDuel. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back, folks, to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of this wonderful podcast here on this wonderful network. And again, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make sure you check out all of the betting options that FanDuel has to offer and use the promo code Locked On to get a $5 bet, and you could win $150, bucks, folks. So we're going to talk about them a little bit later on today's show. Happy Thursday. Happy uh, January 11th to everybody. The MLB offseason is offering us some news today, obviously, with arbitration hearing um, teams settling at money figures instead of going to arbitration at the time of recording. We've already seen the Pirates do it with JT Brubaker. We've already seen them do it with David Bednar. And now we've most recently seen them do it with Connor Joe. So that's some things that we can expect on the news cycle throughout the day. But another thing that we'd like to see, I think, on the news cycle for the Pittsburgh Pirates is them acquiring just more talent to add to this roster. And right now, folks, I think that that is a reality that we're going to see very, very soon because there's still a lot of time left in the offseason for the Pirates to add talent via free agency. They could even dip into the trade market. The trade episode is going to be tomorrow where I'm going to have some mock trades and targets for the Pittsburgh Pirates across all of baseball. Want to preface, by the way, that that does not mean, of course, that the Pirates are going to go trade for those people or that they're interested in those players. It's just players that I think they should be interested in that I believe would be good targets for this team. And that's the same thing I'm doing today with the free agents. There's a lot of free agents still left in the pool of free agency for Major League Baseball. If you count it up, roughly only a third of the free agent market has signed. So you're talking about 66% of the free agents that are available across Major League Baseball that still have not signed. And the offseason has moved pretty slow. Obviously, you had the Shohei Otani news. You had the Yoshinobu Yamamoto news, and that kind of had everything at a standstill for a while while other teams who obviously weren't in those sweepstakes were kind of doing things like the Pittsburgh Pirates getting Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez, and re-signing Andrew McCutcheon. But again, I think that the Pirates still need to do some uh, adding if they want to be the competitive baseball team that they want to be in 2024. I think it's something that we're going to expect from them to do here in the next month or so. And we're going to start with starting pitching. And starting pitching obviously has been the topic of conversation throughout this entire offseason, whether we like it or not. I mean, realistically, you look at what the Pirates' biggest need was going into this offseason, it was starting pitching. With the injury, of course, 
to Johan Oviedo, it kind of left the rotation in a bad spot. It left the rotation in a place where a lot of people, including myself, were not confident about it at all. And the Pirates had to do something to fix it. They go out and get Martin Perez, of course, a World Series champion for the Texas Rangers, a former 2022 All-Star. They go out and get Marco Gonzalez, who from 2018 to 2022 was more of the one of the more consistent and efficient pitchers in all of baseball. But obviously, some of that nerve injury um, that he dealt with last season is concerning. And then you look at the rest of the rotation options. You still obviously have Quinn Priester, Luis Ortiz, and Rowanzi Contreras. You could still fit uh, Bailey Falter in that mix. You can obviously think about fitting JT Brubaker and Mike Burrows back in the mix sometime midseason. You look at Jared Jones, you look at Anthony Solomedo and Braxton Ashcraft as guys that could potentially push for the rotation as well. But I think myself you guys and just overall Pirates fans included would feel a lot better if the Pirates went out and did make another signing in the free agent pool for starting pitching. And I want to start with Michael Lorenzen, a guy that has been a topic of conversation a little bit amongst Pirates fans as a potential player for the Pirates to go out and get in. Lorenzen is a very, I mean, you look at what Michael Lorenzen can offer this team, and he is a very consistent pitcher, obviously did well with the Philadelphia Phillies last season. You look at what he offers. He was a former Cincinnati Red Baseball reference page, very nice to look at. It's nothing that obviously is going to shout out at you. He has a career 411 ERA, which sits around what Marco Gonzalez was sitting around. He had a plus two war season last year and a 4.18 ERA and 25 starts, 153 innings pitched, 111 strikeouts, a 1.2 whip. Projections look great this year as well uh, from baseball reference. It's about 137 innings, with, uh, of course, um, uh, they don't give the starts, but 137 innings. They're projecting that he's going to have about a 1.2 home run per nine, 3.3 base on balls per nine, and a 7.4 strikeouts per nine. I love his strikeout to walk ratio. They project that he's going to have about a 4.34 ERA, and he's 32 years of age. So obviously not a pitcher that you're looking at and saying this guy is ridiculously old and and all that stuff. But he is a veteran. He's a guy that you know when he comes into the rotation is going to give you five or six innings every single start. He has a good picks, uh, pitch mix that he feels very confident in. He's been around winning baseball teams the last couple of seasons, which I think is something of a trend that we've seen with the Pirates kind of add recently with Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez, of course, a huge part of why the Seattle Mariners ended their playoff drought. Martin Perez, obviously a big reason why the Texas Rangers ultimately got to where they were with all the injuries to that pitching staff throughout the season. Obviously was left out of the rotation in the postseason, but was a major reason why they were even able to get there in the first place. Same thing with Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, he got kind of overshadowed in Philadelphia, obviously due to Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola being kind of the one-two uh, one combo that the Philadelphia Phillies have out there. But I think Lorenzen would slot into this rotation perfectly. I think he's a player that the Pirates would be interested in. Spot track has his, um, his estimated value. Uh, around $9 million annually. I think that's something the Pirates could definitely do. We've already seen them give Martin Perez $8 million for one year. And I'm going to keep a trend with this when we're talking about these free agent targets is we know that the Pittsburgh Pirates are not going to go out and splash the cash. That's something that we obviously know. And you look at how things go 
with this team. And a lot of people will get upset that they're not going to go out and target like a Marcus Stroman or a Blake Snell or a Jordan Montgomery, but they don't necessarily need to because there are guys in the free agent pool that are worth going after that also aren't breaking the bank. You look at a guy like Zach Davies, who obviously was in Arizona, part of that world or NL uh, championship roster. You look at Vince Velasquez, who pitched with this team last season, obviously still has some injury concern from last year, but it appeared that he really liked being here and really wanted to be a Pittsburgh Pirate for quite a while, was really ramping up his play throughout the season until that injury happened. And both of those guys are in the 6.5 to 8.1 range as far as annual estimated value. Those are contracts that you're going to want the Pirates to look at, and those are players that you're going to want the Pirates to look at starting pitching-wise. I've mentioned Michael Lorenzen. I've mentioned Vince Velasquez. I've mentioned Zach Davies. You also look at a guy like Corey Kluber if you want to go for a super, super veteran, a guy that pitched with Boston last year. You could also go with James Paxton, another veteran uh, from the Boston Red Sox that would, I think, help this rotation a lot. More of why I'm doing this episode is to show everyone that, yeah, it the offseason is moving pretty slow and teams aren't doing as much as we expected they would very early on. But there's still 40 plus days before we get to spring training. And you look at some of the guys that are still available and say, yeah, the Pirates could realistically go out and get an Alex Wood. They could go out and get a Michael Lorenzen. They could go out and get a Vince Velasquez. They could go out and get a guy like Zach Davies. And these are players that I think the Pirates need to look at. And these are players, especially starting wise, that even if you dip further, you have James Caprillion, who's a guy from Oakland that kind of gets overlooked because he was in Oakland. You have Colby uh, Allard from Atlanta, 26 years of age, pretty good throwing lefty. You have Uriel Rodriguez, a guy that a lot of Pirates fans would love to see the Pirates go out and get, but we'll see what they decide to do. You're talking about James Paxton again, another player that's available. Drew Wersinski from Oakland. You look at Danny Duffy from Texas. Zach Davies, who I've already mentioned. Spencer Turnbull from Detroit, a guy that a lot of people hyped up a lot and said was going to be one of the next better pitchers in the American League. Never really amounted to it, but you never know. A change of scenery could do it for him. Connor Seabold from Colorado, another uh, interesting player. You look at Josh Fleming from Philadelphia. Dallas Keuchel is a free agent if you really want to go out and get a hard, hard veteran. You also look at um, Zach Logue, Mike Myers, Corey Abbott, uh, Chichi Gonzalez, uh, Alec Mills, Chase Anderson, Jonathan Diaz. Um, a lot of you guys even mentioned Trevor Bauer. I don't want Trevor Bauer on this roster, but you guys continuously put it in my in the comments about Trevor Bauer being available. And I mean, you could go all the way down this list and find viable players that are going to be worthwhile for this team to get. And this is even not even mentioning what the Pirates could potentially have available as far as relievers go and what is available out in the free agent market for relievers, a market that really hasn't taken shape all that much yet because the biggest guy, Josh Hader, hasn't even signed yet. And we're going to talk about some of these bullpen guys as well as if Carlos Santana really is the be-all, end-all at first base. But before we do that, folks, we're going to talk about Chase Medical. Folks, it's important in this day and age to be empowered, especially when you have the flu, when you have pneumonia, when you have any of these sicknesses. Jace Medical is here to help you because I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we just talk for a minute 
about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than a significant other or one of my family members getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today, so go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get $20 off your order to get life-saving antibiotics and empower yourself today when sickness strikes. And also, folks, if you enjoy this show and you enjoy the other shows on this wonderful network, well, check out Locked On Sports today because Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And folks, also, welcome back to the Locked on Pirates podcast, segment two of today's episode on Thursday, January 11th. This is the fourth of five episodes that you'll be receiving this week. We're talking about free agent targets and free agents that are out there for the Pittsburgh Pirates to go and grab because, again, free agency is still kind of in a standstill. It's been in a standstill since before Christmas, and things could happen pretty soon, and the Pittsburgh Pirates have their options open, and so does a lot of Major League Baseball as far as what free agents are available. As I mentioned to you all earlier, right now, only a third of the free agent pool is signed. There's still a lot of news that's going to come our way. There's still a lot of players that are going to come our, uh, that are going to sign places like division rivals, like we just saw the Chicago Cubs make a move or a move today. Obviously, the Pittsburgh Pirates obviously uh, avoid arbitration and settle um, with. Mitch Keller at $5.4 million. Edward Oliveira is, of course, the only one left. That'll obviously come out at some point. But I think it's important that we talk about some of these bullpen options that are available in free agency because the bullpen isn't exactly something that we've really talked about a lot here on the Locked on Pirates podcast, especially a position group that you want to really add to. You have David Bednar, you have Colin Holderman, you have Dowry Moretta, you have Angel Perdomo, you have a lot of different guys in this bullpen that have the makings of really being a strong bullpen if it can stay uh, remain a healthy group throughout most of 2024. But there are guys in free agency that I think are worthy of looking at. One of those being a guy who's been with Houston for quite a while, and that's Hector Neris. Hector Neris, to me, is a guy that I think would fit the profile of that seventh inning setup man, which Dowry Moretta has done a very good job at, but I do usually like him being earlier on in the innings. But you look at what Hector Neris is, and I mean, he's a 34-year-old pitcher at this point, clearly has seen a lot of baseball over his career, had a 1.71 ERA last season in 71 games. That was in 68 and one-thirds innings pitch, 77 strikeouts and a 1.05 whip, career 3.24 ERA, 1.15 whip, 676 strikeouts to his credit. So likely if he is pitching for a, a club, in 2024, he'll likely catch that 700 strikeout mark. 
546 games of experience, folks, when you look at Hector Neris. And when you look at spot track and what they have to say as far as what a contract would be, $7.6 million for a guy like Hector Neris, I think, is far more than worth it. And you're looking at a guy, again, that last season did very well with the Houston Astros. We all know the Houston Astros have been kind of baseball's uh, crazy team over the last couple of years because they've always had strong bullpens from Ryan Presley to Hector Neris to others. And then you also look at where he was before that. He's a lifelong Philadelphia Philly. His worst season, folks, was in 2018 when he had 53 games and a 5.1 ERA. Since then, 2019, he had a 2.93 ERA. 2020, he had a 4.57 2021, he had a 3.63. 2022, he had a 3.72. And then I've already mentioned that he had a 1.71 ERA in 2023. Has pitched about 60 to 70 innings the last three seasons. Hasn't given up more than 55 hits in a season um, since 2017 and 2016. Those were the only times that he ever did that. And he just does very well. I think in that seventh inning setup role. And I think that's really what I would be looking for from the Pirates. And when you're looking at free agency and you're looking at what the Pirates could be looking for in the bullpen, and I love spot track because it actually does let you go and uh, look at this kind of stuff. And you're looking at the potential of a seventh inning setup guy. And right now, I mean, you look at Matt Barnes as a potential option out of Miami. Spot track says that he would only be a $2.7 million player. So for the Pittsburgh Pirates, if this is something that they would want to do, there's a lot of options in the bullpen. Now, Josh Hader, I think, is out of the question. Liam Hendricks would be a phenomenal story, but Liam Hendricks, of course, is more of a closer, and the Pirates don't need a closer. But you're talking about guys like Drew Pomerantz. You're talking about David Robertson. You're talking about Aaron Loop. You're talking about Matt Moore. You're talking about Mark Melanson. Do the Pirates want a reunion with the veteran Mark Melanson? Colin McHugh, Michael Givens, Lou Trevino, Trevor Rosenthal, Michael Fulmer, Araldis Chapman is in the free agent pool. Ryan Stanek, Wandy Peralta, Shintaro Fujinami, who was a very highly touted pitcher uh, out of Japan that didn't really get a lot of uh, success in Baltimore and Oakland last year. Jake Junis, Brent Suter, Phil Maton, uh, John Brebia, Jose Cisnero, CJ Edwards, Wandy Peralta. There's a lot of options bullpen-wise. And again, when you look at the Pirates' bullpen right now, there's things to like about it. But again, why not go out and at least dabble in this market if you think that the Pirates can genuinely go get something that's very nice? I mean, you're looking at Bednar. You look at Hernandez, Holderman, Selby, Nicholas, Majinski, Stratton, Barucki. They have the makings of a good bullpen. They do. But why not add you know, some more arms because again, injuries happen. Who are the guys that are going to step in if injuries do happen? Do you trust Kyle Nicholas to take that next step forward? Do you trust Hunter Stratton to take that next step forward? Can Jose Hernandez continue to be that strong lefty? And can Ryan Barucki continue to be that strong lefty as well for the Pittsburgh Pirates and what they're trying to do in this bullpen? I think it's something worthy of talking about. Obviously, my top uh, pick, realistically, would be Hector Neres. I'd love Josh Hader, but Hector Neres or Neres would be my guy. I think that he would be a phenomenal addition. You could have a working fit where you have him pitch the seventh, Holderman pitch the eighth, Bednar pitch the ninth. You're even talking about having Dowry Moretta pitch the sixth. I mean, you could ask your pitcher to just pitch you five innings, 
And then you have Dowry Moretta shutting it down in the sixth, Neres shutting it down in the seventh, Holderman being the setup guy that he is, and then, of course, David Bednar being the all-star closer that they have. Now, moving on from that, which I do think, again, I want your thoughts on that as well. There's been a lot of talk about a Carlos Santana reunion for the Pittsburgh Pirates and the first base pool. And it's very interesting because a lot of the talk has shifted away from Reese Hoskins, who is still an available free agent. I think his market value being 21 million on spot track is kind of ridiculous. I don't think he's going to get anywhere near that. I'd say he's probably more in the 12 to $15 million range, but we've seen the pirates already add a first baseman and rowdy to this off season. There's guys here that I think are very interesting. Now, CJ Crone is a guy that in my offseason wish list I spoke about a lot and spoke highly of. I think his bat would play very well. He's average defensively, so you wouldn't have to worry about defensive woes with a guy like CJ Crone, especially in a platoon with Rowdy Telez. CJ Crone's also not going to be that expensive. He's around an average or a estimated salary of 8.6 annually. I think that's something the Pirates could very, very well do. And when you're looking at the kind of player that CJ Crone is, he, he's not obviously like the, the greatest option there, but you look at what he did with Colorado and the Angels last year. He had 248 with 12 homers and 37 RBIs. Also dealt with some injuries last season. He's 34 years of age, but he's been a plus hitter before. He's an average defender. He even I think has outfield versatility if that's something you want to do. But realistically, the big question when it comes to first base, is Carlos Santana really the be-all, end-all? I would love to have Carlos Santana back. I think the relationship that he had with the locker room, the kind of player he was, and just really being a veteran presence around this baseball team means a lot to them. I think he would fit in a platoon very well with Rowdy Telez. I think you would primarily see Carlos Santana play defense over there. Obviously, was a gold glove uh, finalist for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Milwaukee Brewers this past season. But you're looking at some of the options. I mean, you have Gio Urshela as an option. Will Myers is a guy that's sitting out there. Joey Gallo is a guy that's sitting out there, even though I do think they'll probably try to avoid a lefty because you are going to probably want to platoon with Telez, and I don't think you want to go with multiple lefties. Gio Rochella is another one that I think would be interesting. Potstrack has him actually estimated lower than C.J. Crone at 7.7. And another player that I wouldn't mind either is Garrett Cooper. Garrett Cooper is another guy out of Miami that has done pretty decent things, obviously was traded to San Diego last year, is a free agent now. You look at Yuli Gurriel, obviously a much older option, but he could potentially come in and do some things. You look at Darren Ruff, Jesus Aguilar, who I don't think would really be the greatest defensive option. And if you're looking for a defensive option, obviously Carlos Santana is going to be your number one defensive option. But there are other guys there. I think outside of Santana, I would be okay with Garrett Cooper. I would be okay with C.J. Crone. Obviously, Hoskins, I think I'd be okay with, even with the injury concerns. But folks, you're hearing all the names that I'm mentioning and all of the things that are being said. These are all players that are there for the taking. And I haven't even talked about the outfield yet because a lot of Michael A. Taylor talk has entered the chat as far as the Pirates go. But is Michael A. Taylor the only viable option out there in the outfield that the Pirates could still go and acquire? We'll talk about that in the final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Pirates. But before we do that, we're going to talk about FanDuel. 
Folks, FanDuel Sportsbook is your place to do all of your sports betting in the year 2024. It's the best place to do it. You can't find it better anywhere else. And if you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now, you can get in on all the NFL playoff action because there's still time to get in on that action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet. So if you think the Chiefs are going to beat the Dolphins this weekend or the Steelers can upset the Buffalo Bills, just throw $5 on it and you could win $550 in bonus bets. And even better, when you do it, you could win and win the $150 or you could lose and still get $150. The app is so easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet. Like live same game parlays, you can find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup because FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL and an official sponsor of the LockedOn Podcast Network. And folks, we're going to wrap up today's show highlighting some of the outfielders that are available in free agency that the Pittsburgh Pirates could target. I'm going to start by talking about Michael A. Taylor. Now, at first with the Michael A. Taylor discourse, I was kind of on the offense side of it just because the bat is kind of concerning. He can hit homers. He has that plus power that's there. He is a little bit inconsistent offensively. But Michael A. Taylor if he was to sign with the Pittsburgh Pirates, would immediately become their best defensive outfielder. Jack Sawinski would slide over to right field. Brian Reynolds would be, stay in left. Michael A. Taylor would be that field general that the Pirates have been lacking for quite a while in the outfield. I would say probably since Starling Marte. Andrew McCutcheon was great at it in his heyday, but Starling Marte, I think, was truly the last field general outfielder that the Pittsburgh Pirates had. You also look at Corey Dickerson as a player who was very good for the Pirates defensively, winning a gold glove with the Pirates in left field, but he wasn't really a outfield general. Now, there's two trains of thought when you're talking about targets for the outfield for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Do they want to go plus bat? Do they want to go plus defense? If you're going plus defense, obviously Michael A. Taylor is the pick. That's the guy that you would want to go get. That's the guy that would make the most sense. There are other guys out there that would be pretty decent defensively, like, you know, an A.J. Pollock. You look at um, Randall Gritchick, who's also pretty decently defensively, uh, Enrique Hernandez, Kike Hernandez, obviously a very versatile defender who could play the infield and the outfield, much like G1 Bay. But I'm going to look more at the plus bat options just because I think if you are going to go plus defense, Michael A. Taylor is the be all end all there just because there's nobody better than him defensively, I would argue, in the free agent pool. Now, obviously, there are there could be some trade guys that could be like that, but. Michael A. Taylor is the all-defense guy. Eddie Rosario was a guy that I found very intriguing, played left field for the Atlanta Braves last year. Braves obviously bring in, um, can't think of his name all of a sudden, but the Seattle Mariners' top prospect. Move on from Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario, hard-hitting lefty, can put the ball everywhere. I would love to see Eddie Rosario as a Pittsburgh Pirate, and honestly, not all that bad. $6.4 million estimated uh, market value. And one player that a uh, listener of mine, uh, Andrew Davis, who also I work with with WSAV down here in Savannah on high school football games, he said Adam Duvall. Now, Adam Duvall obviously coming off of injury, 
35 years of age, plays right field. I think that the small PNC Park right field area would kind of help him a little bit with his defensive, um, his below average defense. But when you're looking at a guy like Adam Duvall, man, if he could even be half of what he was at the beginning of the season for Boston last year in a Pittsburgh Pirates uniform, you're talking about the outfield becoming a major, major strength. And there's a lot of different options again here, folks, in the outfield. I've already mentioned Michael Taylor. I've already mentioned Duvall. I've mentioned Rosario. You look at uh, Enrique Hernandez, Randall Gritchick, Jorge Soler, who's much more of a DH but could potentially play that position if you needed him to. Jerickson Profar. You guys know I love switch hitters. I'd love Jerickson Profar here. You look at Brad Miller, uh, Austin Meadows. Wouldn't that be something for Austin Meadows to eventually come back? I already mentioned Garrett Cooper as a potential first base option. He can also play the outfield. You look at Jordan Luplow, another former Pirate, Trace Thompson. Kyle Lewis is another one that I think would be very interesting as well. Dominic Smith out of Washington. Travis Jankowski, sorry, Jackie Bradley Jr., a favorite among all of baseball, Jonathan Daza, Kyle Garlick, Darren Ruff. You look at uh, Jake Marisnik, who has been a Pittsburgh Pirate before, Abraham Almonte, Derek Hill, Cody Thomas. There's some, there's some stuff here. But if they do want to go acquire an outfielder, do you want to get a guy that's going to be a bona fide starter, or do you want to get a depth piece that's going to fight along Joshua Palacios, Edward Olivares, Jiwan Bay, Connor Joe, etc.? That's really what it comes down to. And folks, we all know the Pirates are going to make another move at some point. And of course, your host, Ethan Smith, is going to be here no matter what to cover it. And when it happens, you'll get an episode on it. And I would expect a move sooner rather than later. I keep saying that. And I think it's going to happen pretty soon. But those are the free agents that are still there that I think the Pirates should go out and target. Are they going to? Who knows? Maybe they go get another player that I didn't even mention here that could be a viable option as well. But until then, folks, thank you for tuning in to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. My name is Ethan Smith. You can follow me right there on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates for all of your news, analysis, opinions and reactions to everything going on in the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can find this podcast for free on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you find your podcasts. Folks, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your Thursday, and I'll see you on the flip side.